Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. How are you doing, Al? Welcome all to a chat with the Governor, Alan Hudson. Although you've put a post up on your Facebook, your official Facebook page and your personal Facebook page uh, the other week about your good mate, Chris Garland, who's struggling. We've had a tremendous response for it, particularly on Twitter. So we're just going to indulge in 15 or 20 minutes about Chris Garland. So take the stage, my son. Well, yeah, um, not only one of my favourite people it's um he came from bristol city come down here he was a bit wet behind the ears you know being a bristolian and uh but i fell in love with him from day one we've become great friends from day one and uh, and it just got stronger and stronger over the years and uh uh he, he i got him involved with when with don shanks and i done the uh the, the coaching school in on the outskirts of stoke in, in Osage college and uh him and Frank Worthington were our main guests at that school, and Chris was a delight. You know, he was just—he always had a smile. Chris, he was always—he was always very positive, and this sort of makes this uh, illness uh, hard to take. He was—it um, really is a—it really is a, a bitter blow. To, you know, I, I guess I put on the on my message this morning that. You know, you go, you come up to the new year, and everyone's saying. Oh, I always say every year that New Year's Day is my favourite day of the year because you know we've got hope for it being a better year, and we've we've had we've been struck down twice with young Dad Jasper, uh, who played with me at Chelsea. He died at the age of 55. We, we go to his funeral Thursday, and then lo and behold, this news comes crops up. So, yeah, it's a it's a bit a bit of blow, mate. I'm I'm I can't tell you how sick I am. I'm sick to the stomach with it, you know. Yeah, it's awful because he has been struggling for some time uh, with Parkinson. I think as early as 2008 he was diagnosed, wasn't he? No, I think he was even before that. Got you. Well, he was even before that because yeah. uh, I used to say to him, he used to shake and stuff like that, you know, and he, yeah. he was a nervous lad and uh, he would disappear into the bathroom for, you know, more than more time than you'd expect. And he'd come back and he'd I'd say, you're all right. And he, he looked very, very pale and... Yeah, he he had it long before it come out in the press. He didn't want anyone to know about it anyway. He's that kind of lad, a very proud lad. Um, but great, what what a wonderful, wonderful. I mean, I, I was hoping to see him again. I don't know where, but I think what happened was he he, he had a girlfriend who lived down in Wales, Roof, and I believe they got married. And I think he got out the way to get out the way because I don't think he wanted to put it on other people. He's that kind of fella, you know, he, you know, he didn't want to play on it. And it's sad. It was just a real bit of blow to hear that he had the other thing on top of it, you know, because I'm really just getting over the stand bowls and, and Frank's got, uh, Worthington's got a little touch of it. And it's, it's, you just think, where is it going to end? You know, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a terrible start to the new year, mate. 
Yeah, it's awful. And and there is um a just not a just giving page, but um a PayPal account where people can give money to uh, Chris and to the family to, to make his his time a little bit better. Shall we give that out now? Yes, why not? I mean, I don't know it. You know, you know it, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, it was Martin, your your friend Martin King. Well, Martin King is, yeah, yeah, he's behind it. He's he's in control of all that. Uh, but I, and I, as I said to Martin, I'm I'm working closely with my friend Tony Millard, who has got the team social club in in the outskirts of London. It's uh, out there in Sutton Way, and Tony will do a night for Chris and raise as much money as he can. I'm sure Chelsea supporters will, you know, they'll they'll flock out for that because uh, he was very very popular, uh, and uh, I, I suppose a lot of women will come as well because he's very popular with the f- opposite sex, you know. He was, uh, and that is why that was why he fitted in so nicely into our in our, you know. Although it took Ian had a bad injury to Ian Atkinson for us to try and replace him and. We tried with Bill Garner. Bill Bill was a good player, and uh, you know he wasn't recognised enough for me. Uh, and he was a good, good-looking lad, and he fitted him well. And then Chris come in and fitted him well. Is like a, we really did have a, a a decent team in in that department. And they used to say that Chris looked like uh, you know the the two cowboys, Smith and Jones. Uh, one of them was Ben Murphy, wasn't it? Bit before my no. time, but I think I know where you're coming from. Yeah, it was uh, when they were two cowboys uh, that were always on the run because they were they were after amnesty or whatever. And that, but he was he was a ringer of that that blonde fella in that. If you look if you look it up on your your wiki uh, on your Google page, you'll see he's very very much like him. He was a good looking boy, and the the, the girls loved him. Uh, so you know, hopefully they turn up and. You know, show their respects, but it's almost the terrible thing with me is it's. I mean, I'm writing and I'm thinking, and I, it's almost you're talking about is he's he's gone. You know, yeah. this this is a this is a terrible thing about this illness. It's it's kind of there. You know, they're here, but they're not. The, the, I had a, a horrendous hour with Stan Bowles. You know, when we went, when Don and I went up to see him, and I was at the bar with him for an hour. He was with me, but he weren't with me. Yeah. And it's that's a that was really it's really sad and really hurtful, you know. And you think you think all with all the kind of things that's going on in our world, some nasty people, you know, who, who cause a lot of damage. And and yeah, you got the nicest people get these illnesses. It's it's just not fair. No, it isn't fair. But the uh, the, the the account is J Campbell with with the P, so it's J Campbell Campbell ninety nine yep. at hotmail dot co dot uk, and that's been arranged by your good friend Martin King. So it's one hundred percent genuine, guys. It will be on uh, Alan's Twitter feed and official uh, Facebook page as well. And as I yep. said, we have had an amazing response to to Chris. So I'm sure if Tony puts that game on you'll have an amazing attendance. And he, he broke into the team at Bristol. I think he was a, a teenager. I think he was 17 and forged a tremendous partnership with John Galley that caught the eyes of Chelsea, didn't he? Yeah, but that, that was what first, that's how yeah. I knew of, of Chris. Uh, I always used to look at the results as a kid and uh, I think Chris was probably just a year older than me, something like that, maybe a little bit more, but not much. Uh, so I, I followed. I didn't know much about him as a player because it, there wasn't much that much coverage, mm. not unlike Sky today. 
But I used to see that he would, yeah, him and Galley were a force up front. And I expected to see this big centre forward coming in, this tough, big hard nut coming in. And, and I was, had the pleasure to, to meet Chris. And he was, he was always very, very smart. He always, you know, he, he was a big, and always a pleasure to be around. He, you know, uh, are you? He was called many names, but, but people used to call him Judy, didn't they? You know, and uh, but and he has used to have that really deep uh, Bristol brogue, you know. Um, he he talked he talked funny, you know, things like that. He, he would say he could say he said to me, yeah, he said that, that ain't right, is it? You know, and I you know I would and I'd just look at him and laugh. I said, Chrissy, you, you're not in Bristol now, mate. You know. <laughs> But it was always a joy. And then uh, I remember as well when he, I don't know whether it was to do with his Parkinson's, but uh, I went down to Bristol for, they play, Alex Ferguson kindly took a Manchester United uh, team yes. down to play. And they banged it out. They they had a bang out crowd at Bristol City, Aston Gate. And, uh, and I mean, that only people like Sir Alex could do something like that. And, and, and they all played. Brian Robson played. And, I'd see him before the game. See Bruce. He had, he had a full team out for Chrissy. So it was it was great. It was people like Ferguson, uh, you know, do that. You know, where today's uh, egotistical managers say, you know, is, so I, I just thought it was great of Alex to do that. And uh, you know, the tragedy the tragedy of this is that that money helped him then, but there's no money that can help him now. Although they can make it, you know, this money will go towards the. the you know the home is, as you say, to, for him to have a better caring. Uh, and I know the people around him. And as you say, you got me the number for young Adam. I should be yeah. calling Adam. And I just, I just really want to know how Chris is before. You know, I got Martin Knight said to me, you know, anytime you want to go, we'll we'll drive down to Bristol. And I said, well, look, let, let's see what kind of shape he's in first. I, I don't think I could really go through. If he didn't recognise me, that would break my heart. Yeah. And uh, I had it with Stan. Um, and as I say, it's a little bit like that way with Frank. And it's uh, getting a bit close to home, Paul. I know because I've been communicating uh, with Adam uh, as well. Um, he, he did tell me that a couple of weeks ago, Joe Royal paid him a visit. He says, Dad's communication isn't that great, but his sense of humour is still there and he still sings along to Blue is the Colour. So, <laughs> so what, what I've suggested is, there's such, as I say, there's such an outpouring of love for Chris. If we yeah. can get the, the address, then fans that can't make it can possibly write him a card, send it there, and he can have a load of cards there. And, and surely by just reading that, that might just lighten up the day for him as well. I agree. That, that you can't, I mean, you can't really do enough. You, you just never know. I, I just had Terry Conroy on the phone talking about a night we're going to do in, in Stoke in, in, on May the 1st. And... Um, and we were talking about he nearly died of a a heart thing. He was very fortunate. He had a very good doctor, and yeah. he talked about how I escaped death way back then. And and I said, and I, and I just said, look, we got Chrissy now. I said, what a what a terrible start he's given us to the new year. But I agree with you, mate. Yeah, you just don't know. There might be a flicker of hope that something could just. So you don't know with these. And I don't think they the doctors. Uh, 
they're not 100 percent about it i mean nobody knows why no you know they started on didn't they it began with the jeff hassel hassel thing they it started with too much head in the ball and all that and then and when they said about Stan Bowles, they said, well, no, no, that's ridiculous because Stan never headed the ball. So, you know, it can't be. It can't be. There's too many people getting it, but we're, um, it's not related to um, to our game. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, get, it's getting too many people getting it now. And it's, it's just very worrying. Yeah, it is absolutely worrying. He also, while he was at Bristol, uh, still staying in the, in, the, in the Bristol part of his career briefly, made his only appearance for England under-23s against Bulgaria at Plymouth, where he'd come on, and uh, England won 4-1. So he got a 100% record for England under-23s as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was there. I, I think... Um... I, 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 it was he. He came to Chelsea, um, and the same applied to Bill Garner. They, yeah. they came to Chelsea when we were in free fall. We was in decline. That there was you could didn't have to be a uh, need a crystal ball to see that things weren't going right at Chelsea. And it was, and that's what happened. You know, the sale of me and Oscar followed, but Chrissy came into a team which you know uh, was struggling and. He, he he got his place and he 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 made that place his own and he was terrific you know in the two semi-finals against Tottenham um, he used to have this running battle with Cyril Knowles I don't know if they had a falling out at some stage in, before these cup ties but he had a he had a he had a, a, a 90 minutes down at the bridge in the first leg with Cyril they were at it out they nearly come to blows and. Chris scored a header, scored a header to get us back into that game to uh, to make it two all, and we we battered Spurs here and just come away three two, and then he scored a, a most magnificent goal at White Hart Lane. Was he, he took it to go outside Cyril and cut in on Cyril's right foot and, and blasted one past Big Pat as well to get two goals against Pat Jennings like that when that was at his best. Uh, it was quite something. It said a lot for Chrissy, but you know he never got the credit that. Uh, other players get. Um, I don't know. Don't ask me why, but it, I I just thought he was a terrific player, and he could have he could have been better. It was just a shame that he came when our our, our team was, uh, as I say, it was it was in decline. The, the 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 back four were losing it a bit. You know, Eddie McCready was going a little bit getting near to the end. Ron Harris was getting it to the end. David Webb was losing a bit of pace. Uh, only John Dempsey kept them together most of the time, but it was he came he, he did come into a team that was wasn't the team of two years prior, yeah. which if, had he come into that team, you know, and been up front with Ozzy, although Hutch was magnificent, I, I think Chrissy would have been even better and seen in a different light. And he then made his way via Leicester uh, back to Bristol and scored important goals that kept Bristol in the old first division. And there was eight of them players that actually ripped up the contracts to save the football club as well. So he'd done some I extraordinary that, yeah. things, didn't he? Not just on the pitch, but off the pitch for football and for his, his biggest love and passion, Bristol City Football Club. Well, yeah, that was Chrissy though. Chrissy yeah. was, uh, I mean, Chrissy really was a, a, a special kind of person. He, You know, he, he he's one of those that never, ever put himself first. And always, always thought about the team, and always thought about others. And he would do something like that if yeah. it helped, if it helped the club and helped the, help, help his fellow teammates. 
but I, I remember his his funniest story. He used to tell me a great story was when he was at Leicester, and uh, he's, he's talking about playing with Frank Worthington, and I, and I said. Uh, no, he said. Well, he said. He said that. He said Frank used to have his own fan club there. He said, and they used to congregate on the far side of the ground. He says, and I used to play over on the right. Right. He said I was on the right wing, and Frank we used to pick the ball up in the inside left spot all the time and just juggle it in front of his own fan club over in the corner. He said, and I'll be making runs, and he he did run. He, I mean, he he ran. He, I mean, he he did work this this garland you know and he said I'm making a run into the the near post I'm running and running to the far post and Frank's just keep flicking it over his head and flicking it up and keeping on his knee and on his shoulder and and all the crowd were you know Olay, you know, and uh, he said, I used to come up, I was absolutely shattered. He said, I, I, he said and I walk in and Frank would just look at me and wonder what was going on. He said, why are you so tired, Chris, you know? And he said, well, I've been making all your runs into the middle. He said, no, no, Dad, don't say no no to that. He said, you know, you you got to entertain the crowd, mate. It's no good to keep doing that. <laughs> it's, it's all right for you to say. He said, you're Frank Worthington. But uh, but he had a great uh, he had a yeah he had a great sense of humour and he you know that if if Adams told you that you know he's he's keeping his sense of humour that's fantastic I just uh, you know any 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 glimmer of hope that there is a, I don't know you you we live and we pray don't we absolutely um, and he, he is such he's one of my all time favourite people and uh, when I got that email. Well, my friend Drew sent it to me. Um, he, he, he WhatsApped it to me, and, he, and I was absolutely devastated. I mean, I was really, really. I don't. I don't. I, it's almost, as I said, it's almost. You know, you wake up in the morning, and you've, you wish you'd, you'd had a nightmare. You know, and it, it, it hadn't happened. It's, it's, it's truly, truly dreadful. Um, and as I say, the, the worst thing about it is, you know, you, we talk about people with this illness as if they're not with us when they are and it's you know it's it's heartbreaking god knows what it's like for the family absolutely just god knows i don't know i i dread to think you know and you think of your loved ones and you think oh well god forbid you know it's mm -hmm. uh and uh, that's you know it's it's it is terrible thing and everything else but i i mean i can i can honestly say that uh he gave me as much joy as anyone else in in all my playing career and and the, and before and after he was just a he was just joy a joy to be around and i remember we had we had one business where uh me uh, jeff borner funny enough jeff borner played at palace and played with me in seattle we had a business going in in the midlands and i got chris involved in that and uh we made a few quid in this particular business one week and i said come on we'll we'll go over to florida we'll and i, and I took him over to tampa bay for the week which was great so we he, he lightened up there um and he did light it up i mean you know you know with chris you know if you take chris out with you you're always going to get female company you know and that's you know, that's all I can say about him in that because he he really he really was and he was charming. I suppose he had that that Bristol, you know, as I say, the the brogue or the speech or whatever is he, he spoke in Bristol. A lot of a lot of people I don't think could understand what he was talking about. But he he just had the look on his face and he, he just said 
he just had a constant smile on his face, and he was, you know, and uh, but he was a he didn't he didn't smile too much on the field, and I think probably what would have been his finest hour, he was out, he was I mentioned them two two goals he scored in the semi final, but he actually was our by far our best player at Wembley against Stoke when we got beat two one. And uh, he had a good game that day. And uh, if we had, had won, I think he would have been man of the match. And uh, I remember him going through with just a couple of minutes ago. And I remember we watched the the, 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 the replay of this game in, in Stoke-on-Trent one day. We were sitting in this bar and we, we put it on tape. And he swears that Gordon Banks was brought him down in the in the area it should have been a penalty when it was clearly not it was a Banksy was a fantastic goalie well he knew he knew that he was he had to bring him down outside the box but Chrissy swore that it was inside and I I had to agree with him because I didn't really want to upset him you know uh, <laughs> he was that kind of fella you know yeah Chris if, if you say so that's that's all right but yeah he was a, he was a joy mate and it, it's uh I'll wait to see till I've spoke to Adam and then uh Make you know, you know that's great. I know, I know he was great friends with Joe. He, he played with Joe at Bristol City, didn't he? And uh, he, he, I, I went up to Bristol once and had a night out with him and Joe. And I know they were great friends. And I'm, I'm sure Joe, Joe feels exactly the same as I do. And also, Chris had a great love of cricket. Introduced you, and you opened the batting for Viv Richards with Lord Bunbury. And well, yeah, loved, yeah. loved Curtis Stoigers as well, didn't he? <laughs> he loved Curtis Stoigers when I never heard of Curtis Stoigers. <laughs> and uh, he, I've got that. Funny enough, as you talk to me, I'm just looking at Curtis Stoigers disc over my shoulder. Here. I've left it out in memory of Chris, and I'm, I'm. I'm I'm pleased that my uh, DVD and, and player is not it's not working at the moment because I would probably be playing it and breaking you know that would be breaking my heart and uh, so I'm, I'm pleased it's not working but yeah he he loved Curry Stigers and uh, he introduced me to the great Sir Viv and who was who they were they were good pals because they they used to date two sisters in Bristol and that's how he. And they were like, uh, I, I would imagine it was like a uh, man about the house in, in in their house because the two sisters lived together and they had Viv Richards and Chris Garland there too, you know, uh, I, I think probably playboy is the right word, two playboys. And uh, and then he introduced me to Viv and I, I got on well with Viv. You, you just couldn't not, you couldn't not fail to get on with Viv Richards and you know, there he is, the greatest cricketer in the world, if not of all time. And uh, just, just you wouldn't believe this fellow. He was magnificent. And I, I remember, I, I think it was a day when uh, we were there and we'd had a few drinks beforehand and we walked in the dressing room. I think Bill Wyman was in the dressing room, Neil Folds, the, the snooker player, um, Chris and I. And David English, and uh, you know David English, who I didn't know at that time, was so well in with the Bee Gees. Yeah. Uh, and I, and and, and Viv says, "Who's going to open?" Who's? And I've been at a couple of things with Viv before, and in the hotel, and uh, he says, "Who's going to open the betting for me?" So I straight away I put 
put my hand up and I said, yeah. He said, well done, Al. He said, you're, you're number one. And English put his hand up and he says, yeah, you'll open with Alan. So that was it. So I, we got our pads on and we walked out. So David uh, David went, I'll take first ball. I said, no, you won't. I said, I'll take first ball. So um, yeah, we, we got near the wicket and I said to him, David, let me give you, you know, give you a game plan here. So he said, what's that? He says, we'll see about three or four overs out before we open up. I said, take it easy. Don't get out early. And he says, ow. He says, you do know how to play this game, don't you? I said, don't worry about that. Anyway, the first ball come at me. I took a swipe at it and missed it. The second ball come at me. I took a swipe. And he's looking at me down the wicket thinking, what, what, what have you just said to me? You know? And I got out about the third ball. And I, I think I was out before that, but I, I wouldn't walk. Uh, until I connected with a ball, and then and then I walked off. When I was out, I walked off, and he was he was laughing his head off. He was buckled up at the other end, going, "I've never met anyone like it." And, and when he got out, we went in the bar. He was still laughing. He says, well, "What was all that about? What did you say that for?" I said, "Well, I says, David, I says, uh, strict uh, strict instructions from Viv. I mean, uh, Viv told me to go for it, and I thought I said, I thought for a minute I was Viv Richards." Anyway, I, yeah, <laughs> he said you'd be more like Cliff Richards. <laughs> but it was all great fun, you know. It, all, it was all. I mean, you see sportsmen come together like that, and then you've got the music business, and you've got people get on like that. It, it's fabulous, and and as I say, it, everybody loved Chris. It was it, that was what it was all about. That was the most important thing about it. And uh, as I say, I. I, I sent that message this morning and sent my love to him he, and I can carry that about with me for the day but it is a tragical start to the new year I was so looking forward to having a good year and, I, and hopefully you, you never know because I also got a message from Bill Garner this morning which is just along the same lines I mean Bill's Bill's fine uh, so I need to I need to see Bill and uh, it's times like this when you want to see your old mates that you played with and rally round and I hope they can get over to the club in Cheam and we all have a drink and you know I, I, I will I will do the show I will I, I will speak about Chrissy and hopefully put a little uh, five or ten minute video of him together to, to, to let people know how good a player he was Brilliant, that's absolutely wonderful Alan there's some great stories there um, a wonderful account of, uh, of, of Chris Garland, uh, the man that you loved by uh, the governor, Alan Hudson. And with this uh, benefit game, hopefully it will go on and, and, and so on. And anything that we can do for Chris will be put up on your official pages and we'll be getting it out on the social media and involving Adam and the family. And if all the fan and all the football family will do whatever we can for, uh, Lovely, for Chris mate. Garland. Cheers, pal. Cheers, pal. Thank you, Paul. We're going to go out with um, You're All That Matters to Me from uh, Kurt Stoigers. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Mr. Stoigers. <laughs> Cheers, well done, Paul. Speak soon, Thanks, pal. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye, mate. Bye.
convince you Though heaven knows I've tried I've tried to make you see To make you believe your own That matters to me The ground that you up Send your best wishes to Chris, Adam Garland, Little Orchard Cottage, Clapton Lane, Clapton and Gordano, North Somerset, BS27RE. Thank you. you can send your best wishes to Chris via Adam Garland, Little Orchard Cottage, Clapton Lane, Clapton in Gordano, North Somerset, BS27RE. Thank you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.